Hello and welcome to the On Our Plates podcast with me, Sonia Flower, aka Sonia Aguado. And me, Laura Scott, aka Laura Scott. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Sonia's looking like Carol Baskin right now. She's got True. some leopard print Zoom background going on. I have got and a leopard print dressing gown and, and a leopard print can you dress. See that? You've got can a leopard. Can you see my leopard? <gasps> That's my leopard print oh, share yeah. book. <laughs> leopard print dress. Me and my leopard print dress. Um, yeah, I've got a dirty mirror behind me and some white sheets because I'm an angel. Yeah, you do look angelic. Mm. Um, so I think off the bat, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. And also, we hope you've missed us. You can probably tell that the sound quality has improved. We are not breaking isolation no. rules but we are in fact both in our own houses but i've got my own mic yeah. you sound quite loud in my ears actually which is normal oh, sorry i'll try to keep it That's god true. help you if you make me laugh it's quite good that this is quite a somber episode don't give it away <laughs> we're, back, we're coming back on a high wait a minute no <laughs> <laughs> so what are we dishing up this week we're going to dish up mental health, which we know isn't the uplifting, positive episode that maybe one would want to hear in these isolation times. But we just thought we need to keep it real. We've obviously we've had a little yeah. break. We had some time over the break where we've brainstormed and we feel like we've got both got our mojo back. And me especially, like I, I feel like it was... I've been going through some dark times and I'm sure everyone else is and this isn't a woe is me you know I'm the only person that matters right now there are lots of bigger things going on in the world and we both appreciate that but it does come at a time when because of that feeling of this seems irrelevant compared to what actually is going on that doesn't mean it's any less valid. No of course not and everyone's got their own struggles in I think the thing that's tricky is in the grand scheme of things within this pandemic, we are both very lucky in our positions. You know, we've both got our jobs. We can both work from home. We've both got safe places to stay in and live. We've both got outdoor space that we can be in. We understand that we're speaking from a a place of privilege. We recognize how lucky we are, but yeah, we just wanted to talk about our own feelings and thoughts and also this started before the pandemic anyway yeah it did but we can only speak about our own experiences we can't speak on anybody else unless you know we invite them onto the show yeah 100 percent. and that's what we don't want it to come across as like i will always meet it isn't a pity show it isn't a pity party there may be things that resonate with people and there may be things that people are like, oh my God, I'm not like that. And that's fine. But I think it's still a conversation that we do need to have. And like Son said, we are aware of our privileges in more, probably more than ever. And the fact that we can talk about it and, you know, especially with what's going on, we are safe and healthy and happy and well. Well, happy. We'll come to that. <laughs> We are happy. Because also, just one more thing that I want to say before I forget. 
I don't know if this is diving in too deep too early, but one of the things that if you do feel in a time like this, that you're struggling with your mental health or, or any time, but you live a privileged life, you then have to also deal with the guilt because I know when there's been times where I've, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it properly in a bit, but when I felt mm. down to do with this situation, I then feel mm. guilty for feeling down. Yeah, I think that, do you, does that make sense? It is. A t- and it is a time when a lot of people probably are feeling, they're feeling low or they feel they're going through things. And I think it's the guilt, which is probably making everything feel so much worse because it is that vicious circle of this is how I feel, but you shouldn't be feeling like this because look at what's going on in the world. Then you feel guilty. Then you feel yeah. worse. So you just go around in circles. And I think that probably is why it is important to talk about because there probably is a lot of people who are feeling the same way we are and probably feel like they might not be able to vocalise it because, you know, maybe they've got family members who have had corona or they might have had corona themselves, you know, or even there's not just, you know, there's so much more than corona going on in in the world as well. But I think it is that kind of peak time of guilt combined with everyone's got their own problems and at this time when everyone feels more united and together you know everyone's kind of having to take that pause yeah then I think more people will be having that time to reflect and maybe think actually I'm I'm not okay and it's fine to say that as Jesse J once said it is okay not to be okay (laughs) always used to get me that line oh bloody hell there she goes. I'm going to be having a cryathon. Oh. Oh. No. Um, yeah, I think if we go... Well, I'll, I'll just keep it real and say probably since February, I reckon, this has been going on for me. And a lot of it was underlying. I wasn't aware of it. I just thought, I don't really feel myself but it wasn't like an instant recognition. It's only from me taking the time out and doing my one line a day book, which I hadn't filled in for the whole of, I think it was, I hadn't done the whole of February. And when I went back to refill it, I was like, I had a shock in February. And in theory, it should have been great. Like I'd just come back from America. It was Jordan's birthday. Like I had all these fun plans. I didn't want to do any of them. I was stressed. And at the time I was just like, oh, whatever. Like and I kept, I knew it was happening and I knew it was there, but I wasn't ready to address it during the time. I was getting upset like for no reason or for what, no yeah. reason, quote unquote. There obviously was a reason, but I was still burying my head in the sand. Um, and even like through, through March and probably, I reckon I'm on my way out of it now, but I've never, ever felt, that low before ever I just couldn't I couldn't deal with it yeah. whereas normally I'm very much the person to pull myself out of it or just let myself have a day where I might feel a bit low energy feel like I want to cry or I might like ring my mom let it out I, it just wasn't it was like there was nothing that I, I just wasn't aware of what it was and I think that was the problem and it, because it wasn't anything major or nothing had really happened to make me feel like that that it was just like that underlying problem that was like a little buzz constantly there but not really worth 
oh actually a bang has just happened and I need to sort that out it was like I'm just going to keep going because it needs to stop soon but yeah I think it was bad it was bad and I I can look back now and say that it's it was bad Mm. and I can quite happily put my hands up and say you know I wasn't myself maybe I'm not I don't necessarily feel like I'm 100% myself right now and obviously this has happened during life completely changing so will I be back to normal I don't know like because my normal then changed to this so I've learned to deal with it in this situation but when I get back into the real world will I still want to go and socialize with friends I don't know I'll, I'll have to like deal with that when the time comes but in terms of what it was I can I can say it was anxiety yeah which I've I've suffered with before but not to this level I think you know like anxiety and depression and even like mental health in itself are all buzzwords and they all kind of sit under this umbrella of things that people talk about more nowadays but still don't really talk about well yeah and there's also the whole thing of people using those words when they haven't necessarily got the problem I mean I've been guilty of it before being like oh I'm so depressed I my shorts don't fit or something do you know what I mean or oh I've got anxiety I have been guilty of it and I'm and I am trying to get better at not using those words when I don't mean them yeah and I 100% am the same and I think I can now see that they they are actual disorders and they are issues everyone has their own right and you know everyone deals with things differently so someone doing like I don't know getting on a crowded train might be anxiety inducing for one person whereas for someone they don't but an eyelid about that and I don't want to say that oh I can finally say that I've I've suffered from anxiety and I've suffered from depression now because it's just the thing of I don't want to like you say I know that I've previously been like oh my god yeah I'm depressed or I think I I think that I was and I I I just think there's there's levels to everything and it's not a black and white thing of yep you're depressed or yep you're anxious there you can be anxious in so many different ways and you can be depressed in so many different ways yeah because I think especially in a time like now I think people are going to be struggling maybe people that have never struggled with their mental health might struggle with it start to struggle with it now but just because they have low days it doesn't necessarily mean they're depressed or they've got anxiety Mm. or something so I think it is tricky because I think yeah like I'd say for the most part I think I don't really I'm fortunate in that I don't really suffer from any mental health issues but there are days where I do feel like well I guess like there's been there's been spells where I've had very low spells one of them being the most recent one being sort of week two week three of isolating I was really struggling and I just felt unhappy I just felt like what's the point Mm. I just couldn't see the point of anything I don't know the only way I could describe it was I just felt numb I just felt like a a thing and I was like why am I like and I want to 
tread carefully here because I'm not saying it in a suicidal way. Like I did not have suicidal thoughts, but it was more of a like, what is the point of life? What is the point of me being here? What is the point of doing this? What is the point of doing that? And then I was even getting like thinking about after this blows over, whenever it does. And I was like, even when life goes back to normal, what's the point? You know what I mean? It's such, it is such a tricky topic. And yeah, I just felt really just like, yeah, like there was a cloud hanging over me. Mm. I just felt numb. And I've felt, I think that was maybe the most intense that I felt it that I can recall. There's been points in my life where I've experienced similar feelings. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you have low energy days, you have your down days, like everyone does. But yeah, that that was, I guess the big like the most I've ever thought like Mm. oh could this could I be I don't know how to say it not like because you don't catch depression do you know what I mean but could this be leading to depression yeah because obviously I had those thoughts I was like oh what if I like am I going to be depressed now that's my experience really um but yeah I just think it's it is going to be tricky for people that like I don't know. I also saw things, people online saying things like, oh, the people who, who suffer from anxiety or depression, this whole thing isn't really affecting them because they're used to the feelings that everyone else is now feeling. Yeah, I saw, uh, I think it was Grace Victory's tweet. She was saying how she feels really calm during what's going on. And her therapist was like, because you were raised in a house of trauma and that's your normal. You feel at home, <laughs> which is wild. Um, go on. There you go. I think I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope that I articulated that in a way that, I don't know, that I don't want to sound ignorant I'm or not. anything or, or be like, I don't know. I don't want to down, be downplaying anything either, but... Yeah, that's just my experience. It's it's relatable. Yeah, and I think there isn't like, you know, you can can do depression quizzes. They exist. But like, what what is that based on? Like everyone- It's tricky because since it is your mind- Yeah. It's like, you can go to the doctor with a broken bone. Yeah. And you can be diagnosed with an illness, but it's just so much harder to diagnose a mental illness. Mm. It's because it's not black and white. It's not like, yes, that is broken. Yeah, and obviously there are there are symptoms that everyone has, or like that everyone may have. Sorry, you know whether that's tiredness all the time, not eating, eating too much. Like there's there are ways of measuring it that that are the common questions that you are asked. Mm. Um, and also, and you know, like have you haven't been having suicidal thoughts that in, that in itself like is so loaded and to be asked it and then think well I don't have I like because even that there's a stigma around suicidal thoughts what does that mean like does that mean that you are planning to or you've just had the thought and then be like oh my god what what am I thinking yeah. or then you, you're just having those thoughts and you're like yeah that's what I feel right now and I didn't want to be here for a quite a bit of t- like I didn't want to I didn't want to be here and it wasn't in that I was planning anything but it was a feeling that I that wasn't like oh my god don't be stupid or like normally like if I've ever had those you know like we I mean I, I had this the chat with you and I, 
and we both said like oh yeah like these yeah. days when I'm like oh god I wish I wasn't here and I think I'd said it and it was when I was when I started to notice that it was more frequent it was every time I was in the back of an uber classic like oh staring out the window listening to sad music crying meme but genuinely when I was in the uber I would and this happened a few times I just was thinking oh if this uber crashes that'd be great and I had I remember thinking like once and I was like oh it's probably just because I was like sad drunk which again I'm not normally a sad drunk but then it happened a couple more times and I was thinking and we said we chatted about it and it wasn't in like a oh my god I'm gonna do this it was we both just said yes we have those thoughts and even just knowing that I could not that I can't come to anyone and say that but the minute you it is so loaded that it would obviously spark alarm bells if someone said that but I think there's a there is a difference of thinking those things and obviously having intent to which make and you know it does make me feel silly and Mm. forever thinking those things and it's important to address that but I did feel that way Um, yeah yeah and I don't think you can say any thought that you ever say that anyone has you can't think oh that's silly oh that's silly you had that those thoughts your thoughts and feelings are valid do you know what I mean yeah and I think that maybe plays into the guilt thing because it's kind of like oh I shouldn't be having these thoughts because actually there's nothing wrong really with my life Mm. because I'm to compare it when I was in high school just being typical hormonal dramatic teenager in my head at night I'd sometimes be like oh if I died I wonder who'd come to my funeral oh yeah I've thought that before people have yeah and I'm sure that is something that people do think all the time and that's what I knew was different about this time is that I wasn't thinking I want to do it to annoy anyone it wasn't to upset anyone it wasn't to see like the attention that I would get from it or like oh they'll miss me when I'm gone it was nothing to do with that it was literally just this is how I feel and if I could have like quietly slipped away and no one would ever have noticed obviously that wouldn't ever have happened but that was how I that was what I wanted yeah but I mean that is like dark and I don't I don't want to alarm anyone or like I'm not feeling those things anymore and again I think I know I am very lucky in that I have you to talk to about this and through that dark period you my mom Jordan and my grandma 100% like got me through and I took you all for granted like separately collectively at different times and I know that I did but just having that put like because there was times when I would want to just keep it inside because I know it's draining and I know talking about these things is exhausting for that for the person let alone for the person who's listening for the person who doesn't know how to help but even just that the fact that they're listening really does help and it people say like oh you know you're you're such a good listener and but it is such a good skill to have because I wasn't telling you people to give me a solution. Mm. I, I knew that the solution was, was within myself and I had to find it at my own time, at my own pace. But knowing that you have that support system is like gold star. And obviously, like, I'm super grateful for having that. And I think it was also knowing that I did have you guys there mm. and thinking this is more than just a problem I can share with my friends. Like, I I think I need to actually speak to someone about it. And 
I don't know like this time this isolation and you know what yeah. we're going through right now I think it is it has been a blessing as much like for me I'm it's given me the time I need which is I, I did need some time out it's made me want to better myself and but not in the whole learn a new skill that kind of you know proactive pushiness which I mean is a huge thing that this quarantine seems to have made a trend of but also it's like sitting back and reflecting is something that I normally would do anyway but what what's different about this time is that the the quiet and the the pausing has made me think and reflect but also want to be proactive and not just brush it under the rug like I would maybe normally do and think oh well I'm fine now so let's just get on with it well also it gives you the time because before you're so like busy with work Mm -hmm. and balancing that with your social life working late working at the weekend you didn't have the time to stop and reflect Mm. whereas in this situation you're kind of thought like yes you're still working but on a lighter scale and you you're kind of forced to have the time to to reflect and I think it's it's given me the the space to think actually this is probably what something that I've wanted to do for a while and it's quite a freeing thing to to just be like yeah this is how I've been feeling like I feel okay now but I still want to resolve I want to look dig a bit deeper and I think that's the the key thing that I've learned from it is that it's all well and good saying oh you know I'd love to have therapy but genuinely I I do want therapy for you know I'm sure everyone everyone wants therapy for what their own gain I'm sure like everyone yeah. has something that they could go to therapy for but I think it's I'm now it's helped me arrive at a place where I'm like actually I do want to talk about things and you know i even at work I spoke to someone I had a few days off just to like rest and recoup and it did me the world of good and that was three days and then from that the thing was it was the worst time in the world because it was the height of everyone had just been told we were in lockdown yeah so trying to get on the phone to a GP when you're saying that you're depressed and anxious was again feeding into that guilt thing and I was thinking I'm just wasting it like I'm wasted everyone's time here yes it's an issue but I think the fact that I I then had to find alternate ways of you know someone might not have a GP to go to or want to go to the GP but then exploring different ways and different routes and seeing what things are available to you like the NHS has counselling like courses that you can sign up to and I have I've enrolled on a CBT course which I'm about to start this week and I think now I've I've admitted it and now it's like time to address and there's other reasons why I'm feeling better as well but I think where I maybe have gone wrong in the past is if I've been feeling a certain way and then I've been fine and then you just forget about it and crack on and carry on which is a coping method in itself sometimes but then things still come to head again and you still don't know how to deal with it or you only deal with it how you have the whole of your life whereas having some other perspective could help so that's where I am really sorry that was very (laughs) monologuey no but I'm glad you've shared that and I think 
like yeah it was it was really hard to like to know that you were going through that and that I was kind of powerless to it do you know what I mean yeah there wasn't really anything I could do or say yeah and yeah I'm just so glad that you're coming out the other side yeah 100% and even when I was on the phone like I I had to kind of force myself to ring the counsellor this week because it wasn't a priority anymore because I am feeling fine but that's the thing people will address when they're lo- when they're at their lowest they'll be like okay they'll finally be like okay I need help mm. but then it passes yeah and then they're like well I feel fine now so I kind of feel silly mm. going for therapy or reaching out for help because I feel fine yeah but you still need it because if not you can then get back to that place does that make sense yeah and even I would say the last time I, I felt like that and close to this was maybe in 2016 and I'd but at the time I mean I reckon my issues are all correlated in some ways and we have spoke about this I think on the secret eating episode um but I have been to the doctors about binge eating and that again was a time when I felt helpless and I was like I this is a problem I'd gained two stone I was the heaviest weight I'd ever been and you go to address the situation when you're at your lowest and unfortunately there wasn't an instant solution there that there was an offer to me and it took me going back a second time and actually crying Mm. about it for them to actually take it seriously but the fact of me going in the first place was for me was huge and and talking about it with someone so I think I'd I'd been previously burned Mm. to well talking about things or trying to get help doesn't really get you anywhere all the time because I tried to get help and he was just very much like oh well you know there's a a year-long waiting list and it was like that was my only option and I thought well I'm not going to be put on an eating disorder waiting list I was what 23 and I was like oh like the whole stigma of eating disorders and I then pulled myself out of it by exercising and that's how I got over it but then it still raised its head and it is in tandem with how I was feeling at at this time because again I'm at my heaviest I'm even heavier than I was back then and I know it's it has to be connected like there is something in it yeah well because eating disorders are a type of mental health problem so it makes sense for them to be tied Mm. so when I've I spoke to the council this week just as like an introduction kind of assessment thing and it was again it was very much like this really just me going and I felt I was like having a great day but I thought no I need to do it and it was one of those things I was like I knew it was gonna unearth those feelings again but I was like I'm mentally stronger than I was back then so you know I don't think I'm gonna be upset about it I'm just gonna be like matter of fact and I was and she said herself it wasn't she wasn't dismissive in any way but she was just quite complimentary really like she kind of reinstilled that I already I have the tools myself and even from what I was telling her in that initial assessment she was like you've already said what caused it you were burned out I was able to recognize those behaviors 
so I, I was more, probably more self-aware than she may be expect I don't know but I should rest on that and be like yep I am self-aware and I'm because I'm self-aware that's why I still want to help and I want to dig deeper and find more ways of coping and then that's when she said let's do CBT so stay tuned stay tuned <laughs> sorry I had to I had to the <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think um I'm sure she won't mind me saying um but my mum has always suffered from anxiety and corona has really really affected her a lot because also she works in a hospital and she works she works in a skin clinic but obviously their department's been closed they need people to go and work on the wards Mm. and she's over 60 so at first you know they were like no you're fine you're over 60 like you don't have to go but then there were people on her team that refused to go. So then they were like, okay, we're going to have to send you. And obviously it just triggered all of her anxiety. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, she was really bad. I think she was having panic attacks and things. And then she spoke to her GP and yeah, they've managed to sign her off work with anxiety. But yeah, I just feel really bad for her and anyone else. Mm. Because I know I said earlier, like there's some people that maybe this doesn't affect because they're used to dealing with their anxiety or their depression but then there's other people that obviously all of this will be very triggering for them and very worrying and she's also going to do online cbt and things like that she's been referred for a few sort of online courses and things that she's going to do so hopefully that that helps yeah and i think for some people as well it's the actual there is still such a huge stigma about saying you know even like admitting it or being like yeah I'm in therapy and there's all sorts of things that for someone even just on pride alone like I I know I am very very proud and sometimes you just gotta put it to one side and there is no harm in wanting to better yourself not even better yourself like just take a look deeper and want to figure out why you behave in certain ways and why you have these triggers and it's it is okay to be sad you know it's okay to be low and yeah we, we are we're only human and we can't all be 100% positive all the time and I know that because I am usually such an optimist as well and someone said to me the other day like oh like missing your positive vibes and I just thought I'm not there yet yeah. but that's okay like you know that that person's within you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what is so reassuring to get to that stage and think right now is kind of like limbo for the time being. And maybe I'm not joking around all the time where I would normally be or being social or whatever, but it's that's okay. And I know that I'll get back to that person. Or, and even if I don't, I'll still be happy with whoever I am. Exactly. Yeah, I do hope it hasn't been triggering for anyone. And this is only my experience. I think kindness is key and just being considerate of the fact that everyone everyone does have their own goings on. Um, and we just have to respect that. And some people don't want to talk about it. And, that's, and I would always be that person. 
yeah here i am recording it to the world yeah but i think it's good and and i commend you for doing it um Mm. i just think it helps join in the conversation and make it more normal to talk about because it should be normal to talk about yeah my palms are sweating i won't lie (laughs) oh and it ain't hot in here but yeah our DMs are open if anyone does feel low. And I know a lot of people say that, but we do mean it. And I know it seems scary. Like, I'm sure what well, I'd like to think that anybody that's listening to this has people close to them that they can go to. But if you don't, please, please, please just don't be scared to reach out to anyone else that you're maybe not close to. And, you know, Yes, a lot of people say, oh, you can always talk to me. And it must be so terrifying to talk to a stranger and open up to a stranger about mm. that. But just to reiterate, our DMs are always open. And yeah, we would be happy to chat to anybody about anything. Yeah, 100%. Um, also, should we mention some mental health charities or where people can get help? Yeah, the NHS do free counselling which everyone should check out and also silver cloud is the cbt course that i'm doing which is apparently available on the nhs and charity wise um there's mind who do really good work for mental health and there's also calm and we're both gonna give a little donation in honor of this episode and we would like to uh invite you to do so if you would like to as well yeah but absolutely no pressure if you don't Obviously. want to because i don't know about you but all those 5k run nominations <laughs> wearing thin <laughs> true but yeah we hope we hope you're all doing good out there yeah we'll be more upbeat next week promise <laughs> <laughs> It's not the easiest episode to record or listen to, but it's important. No. Oh, look how hot I am. Looks like a tomato. (laughs) Thanks. What's on your plate this week then, Sonia? So since we've had a hiatus, we've decided to go for three songs each this week. Yes. So there's going to be a lot of newness on the playlist. So make sure you're following it. So my my first. Mm-hmm. Are these in order? Oh no, just just in the order that they were in my playlist, and then I wrote them down. So my first is okay. Alan Raymond. He's brought out a new album, which I'm enjoying. My favourite track of the album is called Blush. It's very good. My second, Ooh. Little Dragon, have their new album out. I love that album. Which song is it? Uh, Every Rain. Okay, maybe not the same. Never mind. (laughs) Great song, though. (laughs) (laughs) And then my third is Waking Up Down, another new album, Yeji's new album. Oh. They're all great tracks, so... Yeah. Two playlists. What about you? Um, So the first one is... I think I listen to it every single morning. And it just puts me in a cracking mood. Um, big thanks to Beth 
Beth Harrison for re-bringing this into my life but it's People Every Day by Arrested Development it's such a banger do I know it? you know it see I didn't she posted it on a story and I was like what's that song and when I played it I was like oh my god I'll, I'll give you a snippet and you'll know like you'll be like oh my god I love this And that's 15 seconds, so I won't get sued. Um, <laughs> next is another from Cadet's new album, Take the Wheel. It gives me sh- actual shivers every time I listen to it. Um, I've made a new playlist called Outdoors oh. for, my, for my outdoor activity. Government approved daily walk. Just of an evening... I mean, I think I've only done it like a couple of times, but it's nice to just have the playlist there. I listen to it indoors as well, controversially. <laughs> but yeah, it's on there and it's it's just beautiful. There's like a girl's um, in the back and it's just so good. And yeah, the third one, it came from a throwback playlist, but I found it and I was like, this, this was a banger back in its day. And it's trash, but it's great. It's best love songs. T-Pain and Chris Brown and I've been using it to run to but imagine running to yeah those are my three what are you eating or craving? so um, since lockdown Perry has really come into his own. He's baking. I never thought I'd see the day. He started, as as all basic bitches do, with a banana loaf. Then ventured on to... He got a recipe from a boy on Hinge. Oh. For a lime loaf. Oh, wow. And so he made that twice. And it was stunning. And then... He made a lime loaf with chocolate. So he put like chocolate chips in it and then like a chocolate lid. But he then said that he's going to make chocolate and banana muffins. So now I'm just waiting on those. I'm just Mm. craving those. And then it also gave me flashback to my childhood. And I just, I guess this just escaped my mind. But my mum always used to make the best banana muffins. And I just used to adore them. So mum... If you still got the recipe, please give it to me because I want to try it because I completely forgot about your banana muffins. But yeah, craving them. Also, I know I'm not a lot. Well, yeah. My other thing that I'm craving as well is a barbecue because whenever I go on my daily walk, I just keep smelling delicious barbecues. (laughs) Today, when I was on my walk, I was like, is it just the smell of barbecue? Like, a barbecue yeah. never tastes as good as it smells. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, it does, but I don't know. It does. I think, what are you putting on your barbie? Well, I don't know, because... You veggie these can't days. Get that, yeah, you can't get that meaty smell. No. That meaty barbecue smell of, of veggie food. But obviously I would have a veggie... I, I mean, a veggie barbecue is just as delicious, but... Yeah. What about you? Um... Well, similar 
symbol of vain to you, really. Banana pancakes. Oh. Um, I've been making them. I've been well, pancakes in general. I've been hammering. Healthy pancakes. A mix of both. We're on the healthy now. Yeah. Um, before we were on. Come out the other side. Yeah. Before it was normal with some blackcurrant jam on top and some syrup and all sorts. Um, but yeah, banana ones. And now I've mastered the recipe thanks to your recipe. Because True. before I would always have, I've literally just heard my doorbell. Did you hear it? Okay. It's wild. I never hear it up here. What is that? Someone must have ordered food. Yeah. So w- when I would make it before, I'd only ever use one egg, but it's the second egg, which makes the difference. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to know, it's 30 grams of oats, two eggs and a banana. Yeah. Where's that That's it. Pop mm. it in the pan. And I normally get about four. Do you? Or do you do big ones? Oh, do you do your skinny? No, I do like little, like... Yeah, little round ones. Sorry. Got Sorry if I fuck up the sound, but I'm really stiff. I'm sat with my legs akimbo around Lily Allen, <laughs> the book, and I've got my laptop on a cushion on my feet. <laughs> Um, no, I, I normally get more than that. More than four? Maybe I'm making them too yeah. thick. Maybe. Thick, thick. That is how I like them. Um, what can't you stop thinking about? So, I keep thinking, so I don't want this to sound, I don't want this to be insensitive for the times, but obviously since we're in lockdown and I'm lucky enough at the minute to be being paid a hundred percent of my salary. I'm obviously spending a lot less money, you know, just alone on commute. I was paying 160 pounds a month on my commute and then I'm not socializing. I'm not doing anything. So I'm just constantly thinking this is a great time to save. Like I should save as much as I can during this time. But then the other half half of me is like, this is the one time where I've got all this spare money. And then it's like, yeah, now's the time to treat yourself, to cheer yourself up or whatever. Um, So yeah, I've just been, I mean, I've been doing a bit of both. I haven't really been spending that much. I have been trying to put away as much as I can. But I just keep thinking about, well, I need a new pair of trainers, but for what? Treat yourself. (laughs) Not even workout trainers. I bought a pair of workout trainers for 30 quid and minging. Um, (laughs) But they're super comfy. I wore them today. I want some new clothes, but it's like, for what? Um, I bought some skincare. I mean, it wasn't expensive skincare, but it was more than I would usually spend. And then, yeah, I just want to buy loungewear. So there's this brand called Lay Girls, Lay Boys that I really love. And they do these really comfy underwear sets. And the set I want is like 48 quid or something. And I'm like, I just want it. Cause I just want to be comfy. And like- I, want- I spent 75 pound on that reclaimed vintage tracksuit. True. Yeah, I want a new tracksuit. You know, it's more like the loungewear and the skincare things that I want to be spending. Yeah, yeah I've done them both already. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about really. What about you? It's my book. I've been reading Queenie. 
and I'm nearly finished. Oh, can I have her after you? Yeah. My other friend was supposed to lend it to me, but obviously I don't know when I'm next going to see her, so yeah. I can just put um, it to yours and you can leave it on the doorstep for me. Yeah. Uh, it's by Candice Carty Williams. My housemate Angel recommended it to me because I've been trying to read the Testaments, but the size alone really puts me off. It's just huge, isn't it? Yeah, see, I haven't started the Testaments because I just finished a book that was that size or bigger. Oh. And it was amazing. It was called A Little Life. Oh. Uh, it's that book. Oh, my God. I cried so much in it. It's very really? dark. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but at the minute, I'm reading three women, and then I'm going to go to the Testaments. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, Queenie is amazing. Like, I've, I knew... I'd, I'd seen it around for a while and wanted to read it but that friend-to-friend peer-to-peer recommendation always helps Becky had also read it but she didn't rate it that much so you know when you go into it a bit like mm, but I think I knew deep down I would I would love it and I do love it it's also topical because she deals with her own mental health and she's very much part of the family who shun any kind of therapy counseling you know don't bring shame that kind of thing and actually she's like the first one in her family to get counseling and try and address those issues and you can see how those issues have impacted her relationship with her mom with her dad with her stepdad and all like even her grandparents who are the ones who don't want her to get this counseling but it's just great and it is quite dark like there's some harrowing things that she's been through but it is just, it's hilarious and it's so well written. Yeah, I've pretty much read it in three days. But yeah, there we are. Great. Well, I look forward to reading that. But yeah, we hope you've enjoyed. I hope the sound is better than the FaceTime. We have in, invested in, in Mike too for Sonia. We want to hear your thoughts. Do tell us, DM us, DM us on the, the account or DM us separately, whichever. And yeah, welcome back. We back. Yeah. We back, bitches. Follow the playlist. Follow us. Leave us a review. We have listened way back when, when we asked for what kind of things you wanted us to talk about. So there will be some more lighthearted things in there and things that we're getting up to in this this lockdown time. Have a great week, people. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.